0: Longtime Atlanta anchor Amanda Davis dies after suffering a massive stroke at the Atlanta Hartsfield Airport. Dr. Phil's show is known to provide alcohol and drugs to guests that were addicts to make sure they look like addicts on the air. Morning Joe co-host Mika Brzezinski gets us some heat this weekend for trying to mend some fences between sexual harasser Mark Halpern and some of his victims. WikiLeaks hacktivist Julian Assange deletes his Twitter account on Christmas and another Miss America exec resigns over some more very, very bad emails put out uh, over the course of time, we'll say. Those were the top five stories for this past week, but those stories could not make it into the top stories for the year. They had plenty of time to digest the other stories, and they were nowhere near as bad or as good as the stories we'll talk about today. So congratulations for those stories for making it towards the end. This week's all about the full year, what we've accomplished, what we talked about, uh, big, small, and all in between. And we'll talk about some things going towards the new year as well. So for this week, we're wrapping things up with the weekly wrap-up show doing the year in review. A couple of big stories, and as many as we can get in, big stories for the year. And this show is, of course, coming down for the week ending December 30th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cliffin Payne. If you've not heard this podcast before, it's gonna sound more it's going to sound different because you've never heard it before, but if you've heard it a couple of times before, it's a very different format for what we have going on. Still going to do our three segments, but we're going to have a very different focus. Normally, we do the week review from what people have responded to via our social media. That is TH underscore conversation on Twitter, and this is a conversation on Facebook, and of course, our main website, thisisaconversation.com. This week, we've took the list of everything since we started this thing back in March, and smash together and just kind of compile the raw number data and we're going to go through as many headlines as we can we won't even have big stories on it unless uh basically going from recall so we're going to go through as many headlines as we can uh, for the year in review which is why we gave you in our normal spoiler tease uh stories that don't quite make it into the top 10 we gave you the top five stories for this week we'll probably discuss those a little bit deeper inside the show but this thing is all about lots and lots of stories so you'll hear lots and lots of headlines Going down the list now get bear with me for a second as we do this kind of live to tape if you will and we'll go through a quick scan to how many actual stories we actually posted and some of these listings are promo stuff some of these listings are things that sort of got mixed in with here and some things are extra doubles and we did some things but we actually had a rough total of 3,039 separate posts uh, via the whole shebang before we cleared out a lot of the promos and the responses and the talk stuff. So we did a lot of sending out of headlines, a lot of talking, a lot of promotion, a lot of doing things for this podcast. And we'll have a lot more coming up in the next upcoming year. So as we said, you want to hear a real version of the show, if you will. Check out last week's version at the website, and Just click on podcast and you'll see... All the podcasts we've had so far, including some of the old daily ones that are still sort of listed there. We'll do some cleaning up as we go deeper into the new year to kind of fuzz those out. We're not going to so much forget about our past, but we're just going to conveniently forget about our past, if you will. So that's that. So coming next week, you'll hear the standard show, which will be the first segment is the top 10 stories of the week. As voted on, if you will, by you, you respond to the stories via social media, you reply, you like, you love, you share whatever you want to do to interact with the stories. The more interaction the story gets, the higher it goes in the list. And those top 10 are taught are counted down 10 to one in the first segment. Second segment is an interview segment, we, or at least we save it for an interview segment. Uh, sometimes it's been kind of sketchy here or there, and especially towards the end of the year, we're going to look to forward to having as many interviews as possible. We may not have one for the first week, but we're working to have at least uh, 48 of the 52 weeks next year interview-wise with a couple being put in for some housekeeping done here or there a quarter. And then the final segment is the final five of the top 15. We we'll go through those. We also talk about what we're calling the almost irrelevant story of the week, the one that ranks the lowest in response. We'll tell you that one. And then we go through as many of the other stories as possible inside of the time allotted. Time allotted for this show is in real time 46 hour 45 minutes and 50 seconds, to technically 46 minutes because we have a radio component with this as well. We're working on having this on some radio stations in the near future. Uh, You won't know the difference if you're listening via podcast, but the radio stations need time for commercials, time for things, and the reason why it's 10 seconds shy of 46 minutes is they need 10 seconds for a legal ID, and we offer it up to them because that's how it works. In the meantime, it's the same format, the same stuff. It's just we go through the stories that are listed not so much randomly, But the sort of not sort of the purpose behind this is a conversation and the way we've turned this website into what it is, is the breaking news that gets broken all day long and stays breaking, but stays on the same story. And what you do if you watch a lot of television news or just keep up with news online, what you see is a story comes out. that's kind of important early in the day. And even though you have different segments of TV time at different hosts and different stations, They all cover the same main stories, which is sort of okay because it's a big story, but they spend most of the time on the big stories and not a lot of time doing the smaller stories, the regional stories, sometimes the even funny stories that they used to do back in the day before the eyeballs had to be kept on the station all day long. Back when there were fewer news outlets, fewer ways to get your news, your news outlet had to give you everything, so they had to spend a lot of time uh, getting you some of the smaller things, the curious things, the interesting things, so that you had the full picture, as opposed to just giving you the big meat and hoping you go find your potatoes and other vegetables and dessert someplace else. Now, news is basically giving you all the big stuff. It has to keep you on there all day long, so it sticks with the top hits, if you will, all day And so some of the smaller stories that are interesting, some of the smaller stories that are kind of important but don't get the main headline time. And sometimes some stories are just plain out weird and quirky pop up there. And we post links to those stories, headlines all day long. And since we're on social media all day uh, throughout the day, you check in with us. You see if a story is interesting. And if it is, you just read it, look at it, respond to it, like it, love it, share it, um, do whatever you want to do to react to it on whatever social media you want to. It's really hard to do on Instagram but since we're just sending links. But so far, it's working well for Twitter and Facebook. And at the end of the week, we compile everything into a big spreadsheet, make sure the numbers slide in, add them up, and then we give you the stats as they are. Now, we will start giving you the stats as they are for the year. Now, these are in, well... They're in a particular order. We basically took all the spons all the responses, all the tweets, all the posts, and put them in the big spreadsheet and instead of going through and editing out which ones were the super ones, which ones were Basically similar and the same, especially since they overlapped many weeks in some cases. We're just going down a list from the very, very biggest to the very, very smallest as quickly as we can. Skipping through some that don't look as interesting as others and some that are basically maybe promotional messages, obviously, that are in there. So the order they're coming down in are from most popular to least popular, if you will. But we'll skip through some of them and we'll look past other ones because some of the topics were bigger than others. And the way our timing works a lot of times comes down to when it happens. So if it's breaking news, it's really big news, and we pop it down right right at the beginning of the day, and it spends all day as a big topic, you'll gain a lot of time over a day or two. If it's something that we may post in the middle of the night, that just seems to be something odd. Oddly enough, we posted a lot of stories this year about porn stars that died, and we posted most of them after 10, 11 o'clock, my time, Central Time, and... Every single dead porn star story we had made it fairly high into the top 10 list for the week. Probably because it's a dead porn star. But there were some very big stories behind those deaths. But I think it was the appeal of seeing a dead porn star in your Twitter feed or your Facebook feed that kind of brought in the attention. So with that said, let's go ahead and go through some of the top stories from the very, very tippy top. We're not going to give you any response uh percentages or anything like that, because that was just way too much work. We're just going to basically go through a headline, and we'll give you a date when we had it posted, and then we will keep on from there. If I feel the need, the Lord leads me to commentary, we'll have some commentary, Uh, but for the most part, it's just going to be the headline, and continue on, and you can figure out where you were when it happened throughout the year. Headline number one, I guess we'll call it headline number one goes out to another shooting, specifically a second shooting within two weeks at the campus of Virginia State University. Now, I believe this shooting was a late-night shooting. It was a non-fatal, non-issue. But the week before, uh, there was a shooting that involved someone actually being killed at that university and maybe have the two mixed up. Uh, One was just basically a crazy frat party-ish thing where somebody shot themselves by accident. One was someone actually shooting on the campus. A big issue for the year. That one coming down on October the 20th of this year. This next story coming from August the 2nd. It is one dead, one missing after explosion and partial building collapse at Minnesota Minneapolis School. Sorry about that. Misread that one. But a school had an explosion and partially collapsed a part of the building and that was a very tragic story we dealt with there. The next one, the highest ranking of the hurricane ones, oddly enough, not the hurricanes that hit here in the States, but this is Hurricane Ophelia, which headed towards Ireland and Scotland, did a couple days over the UK, causing some havoc. Obviously, here in the States, we had a lot of dealing with hurricanes and a lot of dealing with the three trifecta we had in the Gulf this year. But um, there was other places where that deal with serious storms. They call hurricanes different things in different places. This one, they found out that, we found out that you call a hurricane in Europe a hurricane. And, of course, sent a lot of thoughts and prayers out there. And, of course, one of the things that let us know that we have a very, very varied audience, a very international audience, is a lot of people responding to that one there. Uh, This one we posted on October the 15th, on July the 5th. We have the story about Kim Rob Kardashian, not Kim Rob Kardashian, getting his Instagram cut off after he posted some uh, very uh, not so nice post about his girl Black China, who may or may not still be his girl. Basically, after Black China posted some not so nice things about Rob Kardashian on the Instagram and all over social media, I believe uh, he went straight to Twitter because Instagram cut him off. But it was an amazing thing watching the back and forth between Black China and Rob Kardashian. Uh, Black China. As many people said, you know what you sign up for when you're dating someone like that. And Rob sort of was asking for it. And Rob, not so happy, but asking for what he got. Uh, Said some nice, some not so nice things against his girlfriend on the Instagram. On June the 27th, we have a posting uh, that was on U.S. army base Redstone Arsenal that went to lockdown over fears of an active shooter in the area. On March the 7th, I had to get my numbers right. March the 7th, we went to a post from HUD Secretary Ben Carson, or actually on Ben Carson, which has him referring to slaves as quote-unquote immigrants in a speech because many descendants of slaves didn't quite think of themselves as immigrants when, you know, you're sort of thrown on a ship, chained bound and carried across the river, the really, very, very big river, uh, against your will. And being that Ben Carson is our uh, African-American, uh, one would think he would not have said that, but yes, he said that. A judge ruled Florida's stand-your-ground law was unconstitutional. That happened in July 3rd of this year. Uh, parents told police R. Kelly is holding women against their will in an abusive uh, cult. That happened also in July, July 17th for that one. That turned into a lot a lot of R. Kelly talk, including some former cult members speaking out on what they were eventually doing with Mr. R. Robert Kelly. Uh, It's an amazing story when you really think about it, just how R. Kelly has been out of the limelight for quite some time and past stories and dealing with him and past women, uh, ages non-understanding, that something like this would pop up. But it did. The big thing was no one in the quote-unquote cult essentially was essentially overage, which would make it a really, really, really bigger deal. But we spent months talking about R. Kelly and the women who were actively going to be in his paramour life, I guess, that um, some people thought might be a cult. And here's a quick story. Uh, Cosmo DiNardo confesses to a role in Pennsylvania missing men murders. Now, this turned out to be a really bigger thing uh, than we even knew once it started. This we posted in July as well, July the 13th. Cosmo Donardo and his cousin uh, confessed to overall killing, I believe it was four people total, uh, taking them out to a cabin in the woods, a family house out in the middle of nowhere, uh, with the intent to rob them, but ended up in the process killing them. Uh, one was a bad drug deal. We know about the other one was just another just kind of weird dealing uh, in the process. They. Killed the bodies, mutilate the bodies, tried to bury them with, with heavy equipment. It was a very, very big deal for people in the spot around Pennsylvania where it happened back in July. A really big one in the video game world, this one coming out in March, March the 26th, so says those listing. Uh, Blizzard unveiled StarCraft Remastered for nostalgic fans. They went back, that's Blizzard Entertainment, went back and put out the old school StarCraft for people Remember it from ten years ago. Now, of course, video games, everything has evolved in the world of computers over a big span of time. Starcraft, a very big and a very uh, dramatic game, Uh, it was uh, big for its time. It was ahead of its time when it came out. Now, Starcraft and games like that, which are battle turn type games, you can play them on your mobile device. They're so your phones are so powerful, but the games are so prolific they're essentially the same game over and over again. StarCraft was an original-ish kind of game that took the whole colonization and building empires and taking it to the stars to a whole new level. And StarCraft going remastered for the original was something that was pretty big for many fans. And yes, we talked about in the open about, you know, dead porn stars apparently seem to pick up a lot of pace this year. A story that is very recent, the story we posted last month, uh, November the 12th, Shyla Styles dead. Hall of Fame porn star dies just at age at just age 35. We posted this story purposely uh, a day later than I guess it came out. and We also posted it purposely in the wee hours of the night it still managed to find its way up into the very high echelons towards this list. Um, And the numbers get kind of wonky because the numbers of responses are so high. But this is essentially in the top 20 of the stories we had for the year, a story from about four weeks ago where a porn star, Hall of Fame porn star, uh, died. And this wasn't even the biggest story that came out this year. The biggest uh, story that I don't think made it that high into the list is the story of the young lady who essentially killed herself because she was essentially shamed for being homophobic, uh, not wanting to perform with gay actors in a uh, porn film. Well, if we get that to the list, we'll see how long we go. But the biggest story that hit in the listing for so far is the death of Hall of Fame porn star Charlotte Styles, And of course, she was only 35 years old, which means the Hall of Fame has a lot of youngish people in it for porn. But the news continues. These are the top stories uh, in order from basically top to bottom, as many as seem as interesting as possible, that are coming through from This Is The Conversation's full year of weekly wrap-up shows. So the order is from biggest to smallest as far as we're going. I can't really give you a response time, as we said earlier, but uh, there are some very interesting stories and some interesting backstories as we come along. This is um, going to be a little longer, maybe a little drier than I thought it was going to be, but it's fun so far. This story coming up is one of the hurricane stories as well that hit here in our area in the States and Caribbean. This one specifically, Hurricane Irma hitting Barbuda as it makes first landfall in Caribbean. This one we posted on September the 6th. For uh, April the 16th, we have one star reviews of Snapchat for reluctance to expand into poor countries, uh, unquote. So apparently people in poor countries or people who want to see what's going on in poor countries wanted to get more Snapchat and they didn't get it because there was no real response from the internet giant to move there. Snapchat had some issues this year as well, including the great debut and the quick fizzle of the Snapchat spectacles, uh, their version essentially of the Google Glass. They were glasses that had the, the, the camera built into them that you can only find where a magical spectacles box disappeared. And then when they put them out for sale for everyone out there, they didn't turn out to be the hit they were expected, much like Google Glass happened. Looking for a story that happened in uh, June, I'm sorry, happened in, yes, June, June of of the 4th of June this year. Uh, CNN host Reza Aslan drops profanity-laced response at Trump's tweet to London. Now, we had a couple issues go over and gone overseas uh, in various places that were linked to terrorism, some not exactly linked to terrorism, and some issues here in the States as well. London had a pretty crazy night as a group of people, seems like two separate groups of people, doing uh, a couple things of mischief. One of them driving a van on a very, through a very populated part of town uh, during a populated time of town on Saturday nights. And Donald Trump did one of his first st- steps into Twitter in basically chastising other countries, telling them that's why the United States needs a Muslim ban because Muslims are basically tearing up the streets of other places a host from CNN although host is kind of a loosely termed thing he had a show a kind of a documentary type show on CNN um basically on spirituality and religious if you will, named Reza Aslan, went on a profanity laced uh, response to Trump's tweets on those things. Uh, later on in the week, a few days later, he essentially was fired. They pulled the show off the air and from whatever. Uh, the guy is the person that personally I had no idea who he was before the show popped up. I saw the show come up in the promos because I watched a lot of CNN and cable news, but never really had the time or inclination to watch it, so I don't even know if it's any good. But Reza Eisen lost his job essentially because of this. Um, many people who responded to Trump over the past year and his tweets on whatever have found themselves in hot water in their own cases. Trump, for some reason, gets away with it. And, well, you can figure out the reason on your own. Of course, this is the one, like you said, we posted this one in June, uh, the 4th of June for this year. And before we take our break, we'll go into three more. Uh, this one we posted uh, just a few weeks ago. This one posted uh, December the 11th, which and it was a surprising one. It got so high so quickly, and I'm a little surprised it's so high here. This one is a study that finds that two children are injured every day by window blinds. Now, it's a rounded average, of course, and these two children are injured. That doesn't mean two children are injured critically. It's just that averaged out, that two people in the United States, two children in the United States, have some issue uh, with automatic blinds, either you know hitting them on the head accidentally, or maybe getting, um, you know, just, or, or maybe actually getting trapped in them for a while. It didn't have a full study on fatalities in the study. Uh, at least I can't remember from the top of my head. But this is one that surprised me when it popped up as the number one story uh, for the week. Way back when, but it's one that we posted kind of later in the day. It's something we saw that we thought was pretty interesting, uh, but oddly enough, saw it nowhere else except for the CNN uh, story and CNN wasn't talking about it. But the study says that there are two children injured every day because of window blind accidents. Anthony Weiner makes it into the top batch. Uh, Anthony Weiner reportedly plead guilty to sexting to a minor, which he did, and he actually reported for his prison time a few weeks ago. We posted this one uh, in May, of 19th of May for this year. Um, what happened? Anthony Weiner got caught sexting a minor, sending weird texts to someone who was underage and um, got popped for it. In fact, one of the weird thing about this that happened was this whole thing that happened back last year while the election was going on, when things, things popped up, actually was able to pull back into the spotlight the whole email scandal because some of the texts and some of the emails and some of the uh, conversations were found on a laptop owned by his wife, uh, who, of course, is a longtime staffer worker for Hillary Clinton, That's something that, Kept the email gate thing alive much, much longer than it needed to be, even though it's still alive. And I don't think anything is going to kill it. OK, let's get um, two more in. And this one is President Trump sending personal attack tweets and insults at MSNBC mooring Joe host. That is Mika Brzezinski and Joe uh, Scarborough, who I guess Mika will be Mika Brzezinski Scarborough possibly, uh, because of their engagement. Now, this is a whole other thing on people firing back at Trump sending out tweets. Uh, A year ago, a year before this happened, oh, by the way, this was tweeted on um, June the 29th. Um, A year before this happened, essentially in the election, Morning Joe and Joe Scarborough and Mika Przinski were very amenable to having President Trump on the show while he was campaigning for quite some time. Until it became very apparent that the president was just kind of just bsing them and not really staying consistent on things, and then they started calling him on stuff. Uh, pretty soon after the, he was made president, this of course six months after the uh, the turn of the year and six months ish into his his presidency, Trump fired back at Mika and Joe for firing back at Trump for not basically sticking to you know, sanity by putting out a couple of weird sort of tweets about the fact that they wanted to hang out with him at Mar-a-Lago. They're at the Mar-a-Lago resort for New Year's, for New Year's, after we all found out they were were engaged, of course. Uh, They wanted to hang out with Trump for that. He wouldn't let them because poor ratings or something, and Mika was still bleeding from a bad, um, bad batch of plastic surgery or something like that, which turned into a whole other thing for the president. Uh, being, be meeting people, being a bully, talking about, about women, blah, 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 blah. As we said before with Trump and tweets, nobody seems to care. Nobody that really matters seems to care enough to make him stop doing it. So he gets away with it. And that one was there. You can have all the one, all you want to say about Joe and Mika on their own, about their show, about their politics, about their push. But some of the things that Trump says in general are kind of out there, and this batch of tweets really had no sense of meaning whatsoever. And another story popped out, this one coming out in August, August 29th of this year. Several people are injured and a suspect in custody after shooting at a library in Clovis, New Mexico. We're going to wrap on that one and get to another big batch of stories in just a bit. This is, of course, the weekly wrap-up show from This is a Conversation. This is the year in review. We'll see if we can tweak this for next year's year in review. But going through the stories from the top to as far down as we can, some of the biggest stories we had because of you, stories based on your reaction throughout the year, and more on these stories in just a bit. Pardon our progress at our website, This is conversation.com. We're working to do some cleanup work. We've had uh, almost a year of doing this in the form that we've had, and we're still trying to tweak out some things, make some things work. The original purpose and original processes and the original projects around this website, you know, when a business starts, you know, we have to pivot, and this thing has pivoted a few times in the last couple of years. Uh, so some things need to be washed away, cleared away. Some things need to be built back up again, and we're doing that. Uh, as best as possible over time. So, we're asking you to uh, both pardon our progress and stop by our website so you can see what progress we're actually making. It is, of course, this is a conversation.com. This is the conversation dot com where all the stories links to all the stories and the headlines as they appear in your social media are there as well. You also find links to find out how you can subscribe to this podcast or other things. We have a big list of how to find us and various things. And, of course, links directly to the Twitter feed and Facebook. Facebook, by the way, search for This Is The Conversation. Look for the blue uh, speech bubble thing and you can see what's going on there. And make sure that you set it up so that your or our posts show up normally in your feed. And on Twitter, we are just TH underscore conversation. As we said, you, of course, make this thing happen, especially with the podcast, with the show every week, because we go by your responses to see which ones are the biggest to talk about. So you can follow us on social media. And if you're not a social media person, some people aren't, go to our website and you can respond on the stories there as well. We add those into the list as well. So just go to this is a conversation dot com. This is a conversation dot com. Stop by visit our sponsors, see some of the features we have on the website, and, of course, keep up with what's going at the main project, which is this is the conversation. If you're a fan of Rambling podcasts, this one is apparently has been one today as we are going through the stories uh, for the week. We basically have a placeholder. We could have did another weekly wrap up for the real week and just kind of rolled out with it. But th- it was the holiday set up. We're basically right at New Year's Day. I didn't want to fool with trying to find another interview because everyone's kind of busy wrapping up their year. And we said, just do something cool, do something really, really cool. Your opinion of actual coolness may vary, but something that I had in the works planned basically as we got into the final quarter of the year, once I figured out a way that I could actually get all the data into one spreadsheet and run the numbers, was going on a best of of the year. And instead of doing it on the New Year's week, because we had a full week going on there and we're sure something will happen, something crazy will happen New Year's Eve and New Year's Day that we'll have to talk about it. So we'll talk fresh news on the beginning of the year. We'd go we wrap up the year taking care of this. So we're taking the middle segment, which is normally an interview segment to do a very, very, very short piece of, of 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 housekeeping here. And then we'll wrap up the time with a little bit more of the big stories you had for the year. Now, what I'm looking for this upcoming year is at least 48 interviews. That's 48 weeks of the 52 with interviews. We probably won't have one the first week unless I have a a, a backup guest that's kind of been in the wings who may sink in there for this first week based on scheduling ability. But we're looking to schedule a lot of great people, and I'm looking at independent people. There won't be anybody necessarily famous. Just looking for people who are doing interesting things that are interested in the news. It's that simple. and You can help me out go to the website this is a conversation.com and look for what's going to essentially be a a contact button where you can help me find people who want to be in this thing or you can reach out to me via the social media we talk about all the time if you are a podcaster or you are a internet marketer or you are just a person who just likes to think about the news send me a message let me know what's going on and we can um, connect and feel free to use the same connections to just talk about the show. If you have some input you want to give to what we're doing, if you, especially if you don't like something, we'd love to hear nothing but great comments. But trust me, I know this thing's a work in progress, and we are always tweaking doing these things. Some things are a little more subtle than others to make sure the show is a good show especially as we're trying to uh, do some radio distribution so we get a larger scope and more people in the conversations. So if you have some comments on the show, you can use the same contact to talk to us about that as well. Uh, We're doing our best to uh, prepare for a grander 2018, which, oddly enough, is actually a plan to come up with a really grand 2019. We're using the next year to do some very big things and try some things, basically shoot from the moon. And hopefully in 19, we'll have some stars to hang from. So. Tell us what you need to talk to us about. If you want to talk to us about the issues, we can do that. You want to talk to us about some people being on the show, we can do that. If you don't like the interview segment, although that's the coolest part of the show, I think, uh, let me know how we can tweak things and let it go along. We have other projects, or I should say I have other separate projects that are being spun off from this to keep myself from turning this into a little too much work. But sticking with the news gathering, sticking with the news force and the current events thing and the conversation thing there... We could use your help on that as well. So if you have somebody you want us to interview for the brackets, let us know. you have something you want to tell us about doing Good or Bad for the Show, let us know. We'll do our best to make the 2018 the grandest show ever since it's only been alive for a year. I guess that's not too high of a bar. And then what we're going to really do is make sure that a year from now, this thing is totally awesome. If you follow any of my personal development speakings or talkings or writings or stuff, you know that I am not a resolutions guy. I'm all about goals, all about setting plans of action and trying to set as accountable timelines to get there and set up accountability partners as well. But as far as the new year resolution things, I really, 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 really hate it. But if you're one to... Make resolutions and decide that this, that January the 1st is the day you're going to start off fresh and new with something brand grand, spanking, awesome. Here's one thing that I'll put out there as a suggestion you should do. You, my friend, should drink more coffee or maybe more tea or maybe some hot cocoa. Whatever it is, you should drink more of it and you should stop by Coffee for Less to get it from us. Now, we have a link especially at our website, so if you visit our website, Or it's conversation.com slash coffee for less. You get a link to get discounts on coffee that's already discounted. It's called Coffee for Less for a reason. It's coffee. It's less for less. You don't get less of it. You get it for less money. And they have you set up for anything you want. You want to grind your own beans. I don't know why you want to go through all that work. But by all means, they've got beans to grind. They've got blends ready to go. They've got K-Cups ready from all your favorite brands all of your favorite blends, all your favorite flavors, and yes, they have tea, hot chocolate, and other specially hot drinks, and colder drinks, things you can brew to cold, and they have it for you, as we've already said, for less. So if you need something to aspire to in the next year, you should drink more coffee. Yes, coffee is great for you. Whatever, No matter what anybody says, coffee is awesome. Drink more of it, and let us help you get a discount on it by going to this is a conversation.com slash coffee for less. Stop by our sponsors page and visit many of our sponsors to help keep this thing going. But we especially want you to check out this week or the beginning of the year or all year long. This is the conversation.com slash coffee for less because you can start off the year drinking more coffee for less money. You're saving money. I'm helping you out here. It's coffee for less. In the 10 minutes we have a lot left, we will go through as many more of the bigger stories that we had for the year. Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. My name, of course, Jay Cleveland Payne, the host of this podcast, the weekly wrap-up show. And we also do all sorts of things on social media all week long at Uh And the social media sites are actually on Twitter, TH underscore conversation, and on Facebook, look for this is a conversation now what are you looking for specifically? well you're looking for um, great conversations uh, throughout the week. We are posting listings of various articles various things that sort of get missed out in the kind of the wash of the day because sometimes breaking news stays breaking all day long and doesn't get very very good, very comprehensive, very new so we post stories all day long on a social media and you react to them the more reactions you get. Higher to go up. And these are the ones that have the biggest rankings for the year. Now we've gone through essentially 20-ish stories for so far. So these are not necessarily the next down the line. They're they're going from large to small, but not necessarily in order. Some of them we're skipping uh, because some are a bit more salacious than others. So that's how it goes. So in the 10 minutes we have left, we'll go through as many that we can here to get out of the year. We'll be back to a normal schedule coming up. Uh, in essentially a week, as far as you can tell. Now, story next is Glee star Naya Rivera, which, of course, Glee's been off the air for many years at this point, uh, got arrested, actually locked up for domestic battery against her husband, Ryan Dorsey. There have been a lot of things going on this year about um, sexual harassment, a lot of things going on in in this venue. Uh, This is a story that didn't get overlooked, but sort of got overshadowed after the Harvey Weinstein thing really uh, blew up. Uh, well, actually I say shouldn't, this happened actually after Weinstein started. We posted this on November 26th, but lost in the shuffle of abuse is the fact that men get abused as well. Men do get abused as well. Men take up, men do a lot of sexual harassment in ways that women don't, because most of the times men are actually physically accosted, but they do deal with various situations where they're left in uncomfortable situations and put into situations that aren't exactly where they want to be. So think about that when you're thinking about domestic battery and thinking about a sexual assault and sexual harassment. It does happen on both sides. It's more prevalent for a male uh, accosting a female probably, but don't think that men are immune to any sort of accostment over these things. Now, this is one of the cooler stories of the year. This is a story about Tupac writing in some journals and giving some interviews somewhere talking about his relationship with Madonna. Now, let that wash over you for a second. Tupac was dating Madonna and he broke up with her because she was white. Bam. If that doesn't jump at you, I don't know what does. Uh, that story we posted uh, in July, July the 6th of this year, uh, as a story that was one that jumped at me completely because not that in so much, you know, a white guy and white and white bla- or, or black guy, white woman, a uh, rapper and a pop star, but this would have been like the super mega ultra story with Tupac, the king of hip-hop at the time, and Madonna, the uh, princess queen ultra whatever of pop music, Joining forces to be like the super couple that would have been, you know, mind blowing. Right now, you think Kim and Kanye or something? Think about these two people uh, having a long term relationship and just, you know, making music together. That would be um, mind blowing. The world of music could, would probably never be the same, and never survive what would, what they would come through with collaborations. So let that wash over you for a little bit with that one. Kanye and Madonna and their relationship. Which could have been even more, except uh, Tupac was a little leery of dating a white woman. Yes, even though that white woman was Madonna. So I'm not sure street cred would have been lost on that one particularly, but uh, definitely think about the music world. I think they would have exploded over the collaborations they would have made and maybe some babies they would have made. Who knows? Going on to the next story, another really cool story of the year, someone who also created a lot of things, that's Serena Williams. She won a Grand Slam last year. She uh, made some business moves, did a bunch of stuff in fashion, and she created an actual live person. She gave birth to her baby girl. We announced it on September the 1st. One that got a little out of hand this year was Bachelor in Paradise. The show was shut down, complete production stopped, because of an incident between the Mario Jackson and Korean Olympios. Now, we talked about domestic violence and women-men fighting already, but this is another incident essentially where, as the story quarter went, uh, Corrine sort of went after the Mario in a physical altercation, and they had to stop the filming of the fake show with the fake people who look very, very beautiful, so I guess they're not really fake, uh, but the weird non-relationships from people who lost out on the actual Bachelor TV show slash competition, game show thing so not that i'm a fan of bachelor in paradise but i know a lot of people who are and this was a very very big deal for the tv when that popped out and this happened on june the 12th when we actually talked about this in um may may the 5th we had one of the first big appearances by sarah huckabee sanders who filled in for sean spicer for a White House briefing. Of course, Sean Spicer would leave that job a few a weeks-ish, basically later, and the job would be taken over by Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who now gets a chance to be the um, the spokesperson for the uh, commander-in-chief and saying things, corroborating things, and sort of just uh, forcing, reinforcing the message given out by President Trump, which many of those messages seem to make very little sense or be flat-out lies. So your Knowledge may vary on that one as well, but Sarah Sanders Huckabee's or Sarah Sanders, she is Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, we know her here in Arkansas for being the daughter of former Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, She's also known pretty big time for a big job, so congratulations for actually getting the job. It's a pretty awesome job to have and a pretty big deal to do. problem is it's a pretty big deal to do the job the way she is doing it. The high court, that's the Supreme Court, came out with a ruling that um, essentially is giving way for other states other than New Jersey and, and Las Vegas and some various other places to have the right to run sports, bet, sports books, sports betting. Uh, There's a ban on various places for whatever reasons. And if the biggest way to get out of that ban is have some special condition, uh, such as being an Indian reservation and riverboat casinos allowed to do specific gambling, although sports betting is something different because so many teams cross so many barriers, including uh, nations. We have affiliation here with both the NFL, I'm sorry, with the NHL and the NBA, NFL's working on it where there are teams in the associations and the leagues that cross borders all the time and have to deal with those issues having sports books places where you can go and give a bet on a sports game is harder and harder to do in this day and age especially with the internet and the way things work so a essentially the, the Supreme Court is looking to essentially turn all states into open betting states for at least sports gambling or sports books maybe not for you know, gambling on casinos, sports books may make a large comeback, which means your bookie may lose a little money because you have to go legit as opposed to, you know, the underground things going on. Hillary Clinton uh, came out with a book this year because she lost the election and is not the president, and she blamed a lot of people for her loss to Donald Trump. She even tossed a little blame towards herself, but not as much as she tossed towards many other people, which caused a lot of people to basically tell Hillary to shut up. Your mileage varies on that one as well. A very, very disturbing incident happening in Sutherland Springs, Texas, where a man disgruntled with his uh, wife uh, went to that church, a very small church in a very small town, uh, and shot it up. It's a church that his mother-in-law attended, His brother-in-law was not in church that day, but many people died in that incident Uh, just uh, seemingly random on a Sunday where a man who was discharged from the military, although did not have the right markings on his report, to keep him from buying guns, he was discharged from the military, had issues with domestic violence while he was in the military. Did not get a dishonorable discharge, but got a discharge that was somewhere in between honorable and dishonorable. Uh, it's somewhere. It's, it was enough to essentially flag him for many sorts of things. He spent some time in some mental institutions somewhere along the way as well, but is still able to buy high-powered rifles and just do this thing. A very sad thing for Texas, sad thing for the nation when this thing went down. Rachel Dolenza, of course, you may remember her as the um, white person who claimed to be black, even though her white parents had proof that she was actually white. Uh, She came out with a memoir this year uh, with her journey from being a rural white girl to a woke soul sister, because that's how she feels. She, of course, darkened her skin and took on a more ethnic hairstyle can I say ethic hairstyle uh, to appear like she was black? She was the head of the NAACP. She did a bunch of stuff uh, for the black cause. And no one actually questioned the fact whether she was white or not until she became in the public eye. And someone noticed that, hey, that's Rachel from high school. And why does she think she's black? Weirdness. But she wrote a book this year. She also came out with a pinup calendar because she's probably broke. Uh, you can check it out for yourself if that's what you're up to do. If not, you'll probably skip it as well. And we're running out of time, so we're going to end this on Bitcoin. Bitcoin blew up this year, up ten thousand the bazillion percent in its worth. So anybody who bought Bitcoin or got Bitcoin or started mining it, you know, five, ten years ago when it was created, is doing well except now the bubble seems to be backing down slightly, as these things do. So Bitcoin was up. Uh, it's extremely uh, up about two weeks ago. Now it's starting to slide back down. Thank you so much for being a part of our conversations all week, all year long. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and our web website, thisisconversation.com, to stay in the know. We'll be back next week with a regular show, and of course, back with more conversations every single day on the web.